What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Well, hello there, and welcome back to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. I love that I get to come to you today and talk to you about this particular topic. And what is that topic? (laughs) I want to share with you what pre-launch looks like for me. Now, when I think about what it used to look like, it was very, um, especially right, like when I was when I was really like marketing focused, action focused. I would spend a lot of time in the planning stage, in the details, in um, what everything was going to look like, right? Like what action I was going to take to create the result I wanted, and often. I never followed through with it. I definitely didn't create the result that I wanted. And so today I wanna show you what that looks like now because it's such a different process. And as I was just doing this work, I thought to myself, like this would be so valuable to share with people, to share with you, because this isn't something that people are talking about. They aren't talking about how do they gear up to sell something. How do they gear up to um, get in the headspace, right? Like we always talk about, like we do the mindset work, but today's episode, I'm going to show you what that actually looks like. So I wrote out, there's five pieces to this and one of them, which is exactly what my brain is objecting to, right? Like why my brain doesn't think I can do it, all the reasons it thinks, like the problems it thinks it has, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you exactly what those problems are that my brain thinks it has for this launch and a very specific way that I am moving through those problems so that you can do it too, okay? So let's jump in. So pre-launch, so it's two weeks. In two weeks from now, I'm gonna be starting a group coaching environment. Um, back in, I think November, I did a six-week group coaching experience. I don't know what else to call it. (laughs) And I had, I think like 10 women do it with me. And two of the women made money just so quickly. No, I think it was three of the women. And so for me, this was almost like, um, it was almost like a, what would I call that? I felt like I was, I was getting my mind ready for this. So One of the things I think that people might think is that we just jump from one thing to the next. And I have felt very confident and certain that I can help women in a six-month experience, but there's still those mental hurdles. There are still those thoughts that are like, oh, but I haven't done this, or right? So by doing a six-week version of it, I think like what I was doing was I was building up my own my own results, my own experience, my own. Hmm. I think like building in the building in the thoughts that it's working, 
I think that's the best way to say it because now that I've done it, right? Like I sold spots to it. The women got amazing results. I, I got to see how they interacted and how they showed up differently in a paid environment versus like doing free trainings. So I think that was almost like a pre, it was kind of pre-work to what I'm getting ready to do. So I tell you that because I'm not just going out and launching a six-month group coaching program as the very first thing I'm doing. I, I worked up to it by starting with a six-week group coaching program. And before that, I've done lots of free coaching programs that were maybe a week long. And so now, because I have done that, I actually have a set of thoughts around doing, like selling it and getting, like helping women get results and how I want to support them. I have an entire set of thoughts built around that now. As opposed to before I did the six week, I was really getting over a hurdle of like fear and right, like uneasiness. I was doing something I'd never done before. And I don't know if you if you see that thought in yourself, but one of the thoughts that I regularly write down when my brain is objecting is my brain says to me, "Yeah, but you've never done that before." And so it's true, right? Like. But, but the way I overcome it usually is like, well, yeah, but I can do things I've never done before. And I, I go back to like, before I had babies, I'd never had a baby. <laughs> and right, you know, before I got married, I'd never been married before I, right, you can go through your mind and find evidence of it. But what I feel like I did by doing a six week group coaching program first, is that I built up specific evidence to lead into the six month. So that's, that's kind of a pre thing I just wanted to like tell you about. <laughs> so I've known that I'm going to do this group coaching program. I already have somebody who's bought in. They're excited. I have somebody else who's interested, right? Like I have interest in people who are like, yeah, let's do this. But here's what's happened is my brain has been thinking about all of its objections and just spinning on those. And we're talking about like weeks here. I have spent weeks knowing that I'm launching this group program. I know when it's starting. Um, I, I mean, I even have the details of it, right? Like some people have already bought. <laughs> um, but I've been spinning in indecision. And so when I think about spinning, I guess I visualize myself as like, I'm just like walking around a merry-go-round over and over. I just keep walking around it. Like I know I want to go play on another piece of equipment, but rather than going and doing it, I just keep like going around and around and around. <laughs> and what does that create for me? It creates an action every single time, right? Like I'm not doing the things I want to be doing. And so one of the very first ways that I kind of pulled myself out of this. So step one for pre-launch for me has been that I began I began visualizing myself as if it were already done, as if, as if I had already launched the program, I had already sold the 15 spots, and now what I, like, I visualized myself at the beginning of February and just sitting there being grateful and feeling those feelings of, of thankfulness that I, I figured it out, right? Like that I showed up every day and I did it. Um, feeling the excitement about the women who are in the program. 
feeling the excitement as I think about, right? Like I was sitting there and visualizing them having their first call and already being so excited, like reaching out and messaging me and saying, oh my gosh, this is some of the stuff this brought up. And I, I can't believe how transformed I already am on this first call. And right, like for me, even going back and thinking about myself, when I started a year ago in a group coaching program and thinking about the impact that it had on me and really in my mind thinking about what's possible for every single one of these women and their businesses and their families and their income and really the, the legacy of their life right? Because I believe that when we get over the hurdle and we learn how to see our minds, when we learn how to create money in our business, when we learn how to see what's been keeping us in action, right? In, in action, <laughs> when we realize what's stopping us and we, we, we fix it, we can create so much. Side note, I was telling my daughter what my, my big goal is this year and it's to lose weight to lose 80 pounds. And she was like, yeah, that's what everybody does for, you know, 2019. Everybody believes they can do that right now. And I was like, yes, but honey, <laughs> I created a $120,000 business last year with my mind. And I, I told her, I'm like, I can do anything. And I just really felt that. I loved actually telling her that because, right? Like I can tell you that, but this is my baby. This is my 15-year-old. This is the girl who's watched me grow this business. This is the girl who walks into my office and is like, oh my gosh, you're working again? Come on, mom, just play with me. You know, like not play with her, but <laughs> pay attention to me. And so now I think about like when I create this result in 2019 and I build my business even bigger, I think about what that's going to communicate to her, right? Like I think about that impact because that would never have happened if I wouldn't have done all of this work on myself. And so I start with visualizing it. I'm, it's very intentional because there is a difference. There is, there's doing thought work and managing your mind, right? Like you can do a thought download, you can do you know, a model on your thought, you can see what your thought is creating and then create something very intentional. That's doing thought work. But when you create your results, it's very intentional. And when you visualize, when you set that time aside, when you, when you notice that your brain is like, like getting distracted, but you come back to visualizing, when you come back to feeling in the future, to choosing those thoughts on purpose, to um, like, right, like that's you creating your results. And so what was I doing up until this point? I was just thinking about the program. I was thinking about the things I needed to do. I was thinking about like the things I needed to figure out, but they were feeling hard and difficult. And so in a moment, I just realized like, wait a minute, what if, what if I it was already done? How would I think and feel then? And so I really took myself to that place in the future, right? Like I visualized the group program done, the launch done, every piece of it was done. We'd had our first call and I really visualized those details. And you know what happened next? You know what happened. <laughs> the, the how, 
right? Like the things that we, we worry about and we dwell on, because what was I dwelling on? I was dwelling on the how. Like, oh, well, what are the very specifics of the program going to be? I need to know this right now. I need to know exactly what we're going to do every day, every week, uh, you know, right? Like I need to have this all planned out. That's what my brain was telling me. And in that energy, nothing was coming to me. And yet, when I visualized and felt in the future, all of a sudden, the ideas and the inspiration started to flow through me. And it was like a, like a bell ringing, like ding, 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 ding. You did it, Elizabeth. You remembered how to create with your mind rather than trying to push with your action. And, and guys, I still forget this myself. This is actually one of my favorite things about being a six-figure coach, like having built a six-figure business, is that in my mind when I thought that I got here, I thought that I would just remember everything, that I would always do it, that it would be so easy. But the reality is, is that I still forget to do things that I know were impactful. And so when I remembered it, it was just like, wait a minute, this is really important. <laughs> so that's thing number one in my pre-launch plan is that I visualize. Now, how often do I do this? I mean, the goal would be every day, multiple times a day. Um, and so sometimes I'm doing it. There are other days that it's like I'm thinking about other things or like, right, like I'm intentionally thinking about other things. Or there's some days that I just, I don't, right? Like that's going to happen. So don't get the idea here that it has to be perfect. Like, yes, I have to do it every single day, three times a day. Like if you do, that's awesome, right? Like you're going to be in a very good place mentally. Um, so step number one, visualize your goal. So for me, it's launching this group coaching program. Maybe for you, it's just how much money you want to make this month. Maybe for you, it's how many clients you want to sign. Maybe for you, it's booking consults. Maybe for you, it's um, going out and going to networking and just being around people. So just choose whatever it is that you are, that you're working on. So, right. So for me, it's the group coaching, but for you, it can be any of these things and choose short term. Now there is definitely value in visualizing the bigger goal. So I visualize myself making $250,000 this year in my business. I visualize myself when I've lost 80 pounds, right? Like I'm thinking about those things, but right now today, when you're focused on like, what's your next goal? Because every piece of it, like I have, how do I get to the 250,000? It's broken into like, I'm going to do this, this group coaching program. And that's going to be part of the $250,000 year. So you're focusing your mind on the pieces to get to the bigger picture. So that's thing number one. Thing number two that I'm doing as a part of my pre-launch is that I'm journaling on the impact of this work. So not only am I visualizing it, but I'm journaling on it as well. Because when you get the thoughts down, when you write them down on paper, and I'm very intentional, so there's three areas that I build my belief in this. And I think I did a podcast episode about this. Um, but it's this idea, right? Like we, like I see my clients thinking that it should just be easy. That if they have doubts, if they aren't feeling it, if it's not exciting to them, if it's not just flowing, that something must be wrong. But I am purposely, I was going to say every day, but that's still not true. <laughs> you, you should do every day if you want, right? But I'm purposely creating the belief 
Now, I have the belief there, but this is kind of like knowing that your partner loves you. It's very different for you to just like conceptually know that where it's kind of floating in the air. It's another thing for you to like focus and think about all the ways that they love you, right? Like you start to feel different. You start to feel more love. And that's what I'm doing with my belief is my belief is kind of out there floating around. And what I'm doing is I'm reining it in. I'm bringing it in closer to me and I'm really focusing on it. I'm feeling the energy of it. I'm creating that energy around myself, that certainty, that confidence, right? Because when I show up with that energy, that's what attracts my people. That's what draws them into me. So I'm journaling on the impact. So the three areas that I'm really specific with as I'm thinking about this is I'm, I'm, I'm journaling on the belief in the value that I'm bringing. I'm journaling, right? So that might be things like, like why I am the right person, how there are going to be people who can only hear this message from me. They've heard this from lots of other people, but when they heard me talk about it, that's when the light bell, light bell, no, light bulb went off for them. That there are going to be people, right? Like I've been in the online business for like three years and there were so many people that I was like attracted to, but it never seemed like it clicked, like the content, the person, right? Like all this stuff, like where I was in that moment. It's not, it wasn't just them, right? Like my mind wanted me to tell me it was all them, but really it was me. <laughs> um, so I really am thinking out thoughts specifically about why I am the right person for people. Why, like exactly who I am right now is the right person for the women I'm drawing into me, right? Because my mind wants to tell me, oh, well, you need to get better at this. You need to get better at that. But that's not true. So I'm building the thoughts on purpose that I am right now today exactly the person that these women need, that the transformations that I have created for myself are exactly what they need help with, that I can help them with that, right? So it's my belief in myself and the value I bring because of the work I've done, because of the results that I've created. The second thing that I specifically create my belief around is the impact that this will have on their life. So I'm not just thinking like, oh, I'm gonna launch this group program. It's gonna be super fun, no. I am very intentional with how this will change their life, how learning to do this work, how learning how to grow their business, how to make money, how to intentionally create their results, how to go beyond just thought work, right, and and mindset and create their results, how that's going to impact every area of their life. And so how do I do this, right? Like I'm pulling evidence that I've created from myself. I'm pulling evidence of how much, like how my life has changed because of a group coaching program. I think I made, I think I made like $45,000 in a six month group coaching program that I started this time last year. And so when I think about what's possible for them, right? Like I'm thinking about the clients that I've worked with and the results that they have created. I think about one woman who, right? Like we did a free coaching program And it was a five-day thing. And there were two women who made money just in the free five-day thing. And I think about that. And I think about how compounded their results were when we then did the six-week. And how much more, like how how bigger of results they're going to get when they have that consistent support over a six-month period. 
right? Like when they only have one voice coming into their head, when they come one place to get help, when they have that somebody's eyes on their business, when they have somebody on their mind telling them, wait a minute, red flag. When you're thinking that, you're just gonna run around in circles. <laughs> Don't do that one, right? And so I'm thinking about the impact. And then the third thing that I'm journaling on and purposely creating thoughts about is that women are waiting right now. And I think about the women who've hired me. I have a list of my clients in front of me. Um, and so I think about like, how did they, like, how did they come to me? It never, ever, right? Like there are, I would say the majority of these people are people that I didn't know. They'd just been following me or they'd come to a free training or they'd just been in my space. But they weren't people that I was necessarily aware of. They weren't people that I would have been like, oh yeah, she's probably going to hire me, right? And so I love to think about that because what that tells my brain and I, <laughs> yeah, both of us, is that women are just out there right now, that they're interested, that it's my job to show up and shine the light, but that these women are there right now waiting. And, and I believe that, right? Like I have to believe that because the opposite, when you don't believe that women are waiting, when you purposely are not thinking those thoughts and thinking about how, right? Like I even visualize them coming towards me. I picture them walking down my sidewalk. I picture them flying to me. But when you don't think this, when I don't think this, I don't show up, right? Like we have to be driven knowing that people are waiting right now, that our perfect people are waiting. And when we believe that they're waiting for us, we show up, we serve. How could we not? It would be like knowing that there are people in your kitchen, that you have food ready to feed them, and yet you just, right, like you don't believe that they're there maybe. And so you don't go into the kitchen and you don't offer them food. And so you have to believe that they're there because only then will I walk into the kitchen and serve them. So that's thing number two. Thing number three, and this is where we're gonna get fun, right? <laughs> Actually, it's all been totally fun. Um, it's identifying the objections that your brain has. So that's where I've been spinning, right? Like my brain has been spinning on all of the reasons that it, like the problems that it thinks it has when it comes to this. So I have them written here on this handy dandy paper and I'm gonna read off to you what my brain thinks my problems are. And then I'm gonna tell you the one question I asked myself and I'm gonna give you some examples of how I answered it specifically. So here's what my brain thinks are problems to <laughs> launching this group coaching program. And this is what I would recommend you to do. Write out why does your brain, like what, what obstacles are between you and this next goal? What are the obstacles? What are the problems you think you have? So here are the obstacles my brain thinks it has. Um, I have two full weeks until the start date. That's one of my problems. I'm traveling a lot, every week in fact, so I have minimal time to do a training. Um, let's see, I want to have books printed out for daily work. I need to know the work ahead of time, right? So basically my brain is telling me like, ooh, I really wanna do that, but I don't know what I'm gonna put in them, I don't know where I'm gonna get them printed, so that's a problem. 
Um, I have another thought that I'm not in belief enough to show up. Isn't that interesting? I don't have high enough belief yet to even bother showing up. Um, I have another thought. Two weeks isn't that long. Another objection is I'm nervous. Another one is I'm afraid I've been quiet for too long. I'm afraid that I haven't been visible enough to pull off a launch. And then the last one is I have to decide my launch strategy for the next two weeks. And because it's two weeks, like I kind of need to do that fast, right? <laughs> so these are the objections. These are the problems that my brain thinks it has. One of the things that my coach said to me this week, well, she said it to everybody, but you know, I assume she's talking to me. <laughs> she said that there are people out there who have the same problems you have and they have figured it out. They've worked through it. They have, they have not seen it as a problem and they've gotten through it. And when I heard that, what I heard was, oh my gosh, right? Like if somebody else can do it, I could do it too. And so the question that I asked myself, and so after you write out your problems, your objections, I want you to ask yourself this question. What, if, what would I do if this wasn't a problem? What would I do if this wasn't a problem? And so I just started with my first objection. And I want you to do the same thing. And so actually, I didn't even put it on this, but I did this work with one question the day before I did the rest of these thoughts. And the objection my brain had was, if I, I want to know every single piece of what I'm going to do in this group program before I sell it. Right? And so my brain wanted to know what are going to be the weekly activities that I'm going to do? What's going to be the daily self-coaching work that I'm going to guide them through? And my brain just kept spinning on that. My brain was like, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many possibilities. There's so many options. Right? I should go through and I should figure it all out. I should go back through my last year and like find it right now. But I didn't want to. And so I just kept spinning in that like I need to know every single detail. And so I asked myself that question on that very first problem that, had, that it had me spinning. And when I asked myself, wait a minute, if this wasn't a problem, what would I do? And the answer was, I would, I would be confident, right? Like I would stand in my confidence that no matter what we do every day, every week, that it's going to change their life. Right? And then as soon as I had that thought, I was like, wait a minute, what if meeting these women and seeing where they're at and seeing exactly what they need is going to help to shape exactly what I, what I do do? Do do? <laughs> right? Like the activities that I choose for them, the, the daily work that I help guide them through. What if in like, really interacting with them is what's going to lead to the best work, right? So my brain has been trying to figure it all out ahead of time. And, and what if being with the women is what's going to inspire my best work? And when I thought that, I was like, oh, that sounds reasonable, <laughs> right? Because it's not that I'm trying to swing between like one thought and then another extreme thought. It's that I'm finding what else I can believe, and I can believe that too. And then I started to think, wait a minute, 
I've actually had this problem, quote unquote, in the past. And you know what I decided to do? I decided, because I actually very specifically, you know when I had this problem? I had this problem back at the very beginning of 2017. And I thought, like, I was afraid. Like when somebody hired me, I thought that I needed to know step by step exactly what we were going to work on. And I was almost paralyzed with fear because I felt like, right, people talk about having programs. And so what does the program give them, right? Like at least for one-on-one coaching, it's only there to give them certainty and confidence that they're guiding people through something. And so I remember wanting that and feeling very paralyzed. I felt paralyzed. And I just decided to give that up. I decided to not worry about what it was that I was going to like specifically do with them every time and trust that in that moment, I would figure it out, that the answer would be there, that ultimately it's all our thoughts and that I could guide people through that. And that's what I had to come back to for this. It was really interesting that that same thing came back up. So let me go through and I'm going to show you what this looks like for the objections slash problems that I wrote down here. So the first one was I wrote out, what if two weeks to start wasn't a problem? And I really let my brain think about that because here's what's so funny. (laughs) When it thinks it's a problem, what does your brain do? It feels bad. It feels like, oh yeah, that's a problem. But the moment that I asked myself, what if two weeks to start wasn't a problem? You know what my brain said? (laughs) It said, I'd map out my plan and get started. Huh, go figure. (laughs) I'd love that I have two weeks and I'd see it as perfect timing. It is perfect timing. Right? Like when I step outside of that, like thinking it's a problem, I'm like, wait a minute, two weeks is actually very, very perfect timing. I don't need more than two weeks. Right? Like, you know, sure, more would probably have been fine. But what if the moment you decide it's not a problem, right? Like, what did my brain say? It's like, oh, you know what? I'd figure out a plan and I'd start doing it. <laughs> oh, good idea. <laughs> the next one, what if my travel schedule wasn't a problem. Oh, I was like, oh, well, what if it wasn't? So here's what I wrote. (laughs) Then it's a great chance for people to see me living my life. I get to be in person with amazing people and feel their energy. I get so much energy being with other people. And so like seeing this as an opportunity to use that energy, um, you know, and, and then I'm like to plan my launch and manage my mind and stick to doing it right? Because that's what I need to do. I'm not just planning a launch, like I'm planning it around living my life. And so I would just plan the launch around my travels. I'd look at what I have available and and make it work. And then I had the thought, I could even send my babies to daycare a couple of extra days this month, right? That didn't even occur to me before. And then I was like, oh, good idea. Because if we're going to go on vacation, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, right? Plus the weekend, then it would totally not be a problem for me to send them to daycare on Monday. Huh, good idea. (laughs) So my brain is actually solving problems when it realizes that things aren't a problem. So the next problem that I was having was, right? It's like, well, what if printing books wasn't a problem? And so what did I answer to myself when I really sat in that? 
right? Because I'm, I'm reading it out to you just as I'm reading it. But when I was writing it, that's what I would write. Like, what if printing a book wasn't a problem? And I would just sit there and let my brain find the answer. And the answer was, it's totally just an idea and a desire. I could set aside 30 minutes to explore the idea so that when I have the specifics, I'm ready. It's not essential though, right? So now rather than it being a problem, something that's holding me, keeping me distracted and busy, well, well now it's just like a good idea. Let's see here. The second part of it is like, what if knowing the work ahead of time wasn't a problem? What if I didn't have to know everything I was gonna put in that printed book ahead of time? What if that wasn't a problem? And what I wrote was, I'd go with what I know right now. Guys, how often is that exactly what we need to do? When I wrote that down, again, I was like, that's a really good idea, Elizabeth. You should do that. <laughs> right? The next thing I wrote was, I would trust that more brilliance is coming. I would trust that the rest of it's coming. What I know right now is perfect and more is coming. The next one, what if your belief wasn't a problem? Because remember, one of, my, one of my thoughts was I don't have high enough belief. How do I know? Like, why, why did I decide that with my brain? Well, because I'm not showing up enough. I'm not doing, I'm not taking the actions that I haven't planned and have no, you know, right? Like, it's so funny. My, my brain is judging one thing when it really doesn't have a plan or a purpose. And so, of course, it's not. So, what if your belief wasn't a problem? And I wrote, I'd stop using it as an excuse and I'd get started. I'd purposely create my belief and focus on it every day. I'd be courageous and pair my belief with action. Because it's not enough to just do mindset work. We have to take action. And sometimes we don't want to, right? We can't be like, well, it wasn't inspired action because I wasn't like super excited to do it and it wasn't super easy. No, sometimes we have to do things with courage. We have to say, you know what? I'm gonna do my belief work and then I'm gonna go take some action because that's what it's gonna take to create the result I want. Because I can't be, uh, 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 what's that, that light? that shines on the water. I can't be a lighthouse of light. My light cannot be like spinning around, casting light out to draw my people to me if I don't go outside. I can't be a lighthouse inside. The next thing I wrote was, what if two weeks to start wasn't a problem? Now, I actually have this on here twice, but one of the things I thought was interesting is that I told myself something different the second time. So what if two weeks to start wasn't a problem? I'd get started. I'd plan. I'd stop telling myself that it is a problem <laughs> and feeling terrible. I'd use every day to share how I can help people. I would show up and serve. I'd stop focusing on myself. And I'd focus on the people I know are waiting to do this work. Right? Isn't that so interesting that as long as we see it as a problem, then, then we feel that energy of having a problem. And as soon as we let it go as not being a problem, and we find the reasons that it's not, we really can step into taking the action we want to be taking. 
the next thought I had was, what if being nervous wasn't a problem? Because even as I wrote out my list of objections, and even right now, I'm feeling it again. Like I feel this kind of bubbliness in my body, and my mind attributes that to nervous. And so the way I answered this one was, I would feel it and keep moving. I'd make it mean that I'm moving in the right direction, that I'm stretching myself. Because here's what's interesting about feelings. Because when I wrote this one down, like what if being nervous wasn't a problem? What I notice is that when we have feelings, often we make them mean something. So I was feeling this ner like this bubbliness in my body, right? Kind of like right in the core, right in the center of my, my torso. And what I was making that bubbliness mean was, ooh, don't do that, that's scary. <laughs> but right, but like what if I just felt the bubbliness? I labeled it as such and I kept going. And what if I decided what that bubbliness really meant was that I was going in the right direction, that I'm stretching myself, that I'm becoming the $250,000, right? Like I'm becoming the woman who easily makes $250,000 in her business in a year, right? Because you're going to have to feel a little bit of feelings. You're going to have to feel nervous. You're going to have to feel courage. And so when I think of it like that, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to like swing between thoughts. I'm finding what else I can believe. I'm seeing where I'm making something mean something and I'm choosing more intentionally. My next one is, what if your visibility up until now wasn't a problem? Because my brain really kind of worries that this was a problem. So what if it wasn't a problem? And what I wrote was, then I wouldn't worry about the past. Oh, right? How often are we, are we worrying about the past? How often are we bringing the past into today and deciding what we can or can't do? And my mind immediately went to, right, like my goal is weight this, this year, one of them, I guess. And right, like my mind goes to yesterday. I'm like, well, I was gonna make a small change and only get a small Starbucks instead of a large one, but then they made the coffee wrong and so I ended up drinking two. <laughs> And so my brain is like beating me up about that, right? Like it's bringing up yesterday. But if it wasn't a problem, if my visibility up until now wasn't a problem, then I wouldn't worry about the past. I would just get started showing up and serving. I'd step into my certain energy and I would shine my light. Because people aren't attracted to me when I am like worrying about what I didn't do, when I'm thinking about the things that, right, like I'm beating myself up, I'm judging myself as not having been good enough in that past moment, rather than just accepting myself. It's so interesting, but a lot of this work in our business is learning to accept ourselves, learning not to make the past mean something and letting us start over every day. Because it's that energy of like certainty and confidence and serving, right? When I step into those, it's not going to matter. My visibility yesterday, my visibility last week, I can, I can trump all of that 
by showing up like crazy. And not like a lot, but just having this energy that is so strong that my people are drawn to me. They feel the energy. They feel it. And then the very last one, what if deciding your launch strategy wasn't a problem? You know what I would do if that wasn't a problem? <laughs> I would gather up what I've already planned, I'd put it on the calendar, and I'd start bringing it together. I would take the time to plan it so it feels fun and fits in my busy travel schedule this, this month, right? And what's fun is that my brain was like, ooh, you don't know what your free training is going to be about. Uh, ooh, you don't know how to describe your, your group program. And I was like, wait a minute. I actually have already thought about these things and decided them, but I've, like, they're somewhere, right? Like, I wrote them down, but my brain was, like, forgetting that. And my brain was thinking it had to do it all over from scratch. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not true. I have this already done, Right? So that, that was the biggest part that I really wanted to share with you. That's step number four. Is it? No, that was only number three. It's a good thing I wrote this down. And it's see your objections and, and decide why they're not a problem. And then number four, and I mentioned this in there, is you want to pair, like part of my, my pre-work is I'm pairing my mindset work with my action. And I recommend this to my clients a lot if they're really struggling to, to take action. Now, we have to take action. So I mentioned earlier that like by, by focusing on the belief, I got the inspiration. I got the ideas. And so that will happen for sure. But there's also going to be times, like when you plan a launch, you're planning specific things you want to do on specific days. And if you just leave it to whim, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, well, the kids are sick or this or that, or I don't look good or I didn't do my makeup or like I only shower every other day and not shower, but like wash my hair. <laughs> I do shower every day, but I only wash my hair every other day. And I'm like, well, it's an off day. So my hair's not as good as it'll look tomorrow, right? Like you can have all these thoughts <laughs> like me. And so you want to pair your, your belief work with your action. So once you have a plan for what you're going to do, then you want to pair like, okay, now before I take the action, you need to spend like 10 to 15 minutes. This is what I'm doing is like I'm spending time believing, creating that energy ahead of time and then going to take the action. Okay, so that's thing number four, pair mindset with action. And then the very last thing, step number five is from a place of feeling in the future, plan the specifics. So I mentioned this earlier, right? Like when I sat and I really visualized it already being done, that's when the inspiration and the ideas came. And so you might be thinking like for your next goal, well, how much am I going to charge? What's going to be the structure of it? Um, like what is the content I'm going to create? You might be thinking all of those things and that's okay, but do it from a place of that future focused visualization. Because that's still my step, right? Like I still need to map that out. I need to finish putting down those details. And you don't want to do it from the energy of like, figure it out, let's get it done, let's grind it out. But rather from that energy of, I did it. I achieved the goal. And you're looking back and you're feeling that like pride 
and you're looking forward and you're thinking about the impact of it. And so for me, from that place of feeling in the future, like the specifics that I still have to figure out are like, okay, well, what training do I want to do? Do I want to do one? Do I want to do two? Do I want to do a one day? If I'm going to do multi-day, how am I going to fit that in my travel? Do I want to do something while I'm on vacation? No, not really. <laughs> right? How do I want to communicate what I'm doing? What kind of content do I want to create? Because I want to come up with some ideas ahead of time. I want to sit in that belief and I want to let the ideas flow and I want to make time to do that. Right? So the five things, what does a pre-launch look, look like for me this time around? And that is I'm visualizing it done and I'm feeling those feelings ahead of time. Number two, I'm journaling on the impact of it in those very three specific areas. Number three, I'm identifying the objections that my brain has and I'm, I'm, I'm answering it as though what if they weren't a problem? Number four, I'm pairing my mindset with my action. I'm always keeping them together so that I do what I say I'm going to do. And number five, I'm planning the specifics of my launch from the feelings I have that I get from thinking about it being done. I'm putting myself in the future and those feelings are what I'm allowing to create with. I hope this is so helpful for you to see this behind the scenes. I know this one's a little bit long, but when I think about how I used to do a pre-launch, right? Like, oh man, I'll just give you a quick idea of what it looked like. I would sit down and I would plan all of the details. It would be like painstakingly detailed. I would do like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live stream every single day. I'm going to send this number of emails. I'm going to do this type of training. Okay, now what's everything I need to do? Like I need to create my landing page. I need to write an email sequence. I need to write a pre-email sequence. I need to, um, right? Like I would just come up with all of this detail. And then what would happen next is that I would feel overwhelmed. I would feel like, I would feel, what did I feel? definitely overwhelmed, but there was also almost this like fear. I think it was underlying. It's not that I knew it was there at the time per se, because I wasn't aware of my thoughts or my feelings, but what was, what was really underneath it was I didn't know if it was going to work. And so it was almost like my brain was like, well, if it's not going to work, let's not do it. And so then I just wouldn't do the things. Maybe I would start doing something, but it was almost like my brain just sat in the planning stage and spun there because I didn't have the mindset element to help me get out of there, to launch me into like, wait a minute, I have an awareness of my thoughts and of my feelings, and not just an awareness, but I know how to shape them to create the result that I want. I'm not just hoping I can do it. In real time, I'm shaping and creating it. And so when I just think about how different it is, I'm like, oh yeah, people who are just focused on the action it's like, no wonder you're not creating to your potential. No wonder, right? Because I just was never able, no matter, even though I had so much value to give back then, I just didn't even, I couldn't get out of my own way, right? The fear was paralyzing. All of these unknown things around me felt like they were running my life, like they were controlling my results. And it turns out those unknown things 
were just my thoughts and feelings. And when I learned how to see them, when I learned how to feel them, they became indicators. They became things that, that actually like volt me to my success, right? And that's what's possible. All of that is 100% possible. Okay, my family is all awake and I am gonna go be with them. Have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.